Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Take your Bibles and go with me to Mark chapter number 5. Mark chapter number 5. Look forward to sharing a message with you from God's Word this morning. Mark chapter number 5. And we'll begin our reading in verse number 21. Mark chapter 5 and verse number 21. Title of today's message is this, Hope for Your Home. Hope for Your Home. And uh, I'll just have you know that it seems like in so many ways the odds are stacked against families trying to raise children for the glory of God and uh, husbands and wives trying to stay faithful to one another and uh, live married for a long time and the odds seem to be stacked against holiness and righteousness and bringing glory to God. But we find in God's Word today that there is hope for your home. There's hope for your home. There's hope for your children. And we find it in the story of the raising back to life, the daughter of Jairus. And we find this here in Mark chapter number 5, hope for your home. Begin reading with me, a lengthy passage of Scripture, but a beautiful story of two miracles that Jesus performs. He's just left Gadara, come back across the Sea of Galilee to his home area. And the Bible says in verse number 21, When Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And, behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. So here they go. Jesus and this ruler of the synagogue, Jairus, on their way, to Jairus' house in an emergency-type situation for Jesus to heal Jairus' daughter. Here's what happens next, verse number 25. As they go through this throng of people, a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked around about to see her 
that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. The Bible says in verse 35, While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain, which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Talitha kumai, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years, and they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it, and commanded that something should be given her to eat. Two notable, wonderful miracles in the ministry of our Lord Jesus. The healing and raising of Jairus' daughter from the dead. And the healing of this lady's issue of blood. It's fascinating, uh, some contrast and comparison between these two miracles. Uh, first of all, some contrast. Uh, first, we have Jairus, who was a wealthy Jewish man. Uh, he had prominence. He was had notoriety. And then you meet with this lady. The Bible doesn't give us her name. The Bible does say that she had no money. She was actually bankrupt. She'd spent all of her living on doctors to no avail. So you have a rich man with a well-known personality, and you have a poor lady with no name at all. You see a lady that was 12 years battling with an issue of blood, 12 years of sorrow. And a little girl who for the last 12 years had brought nothing but joy to their home. And now she lies sick and dying. Poor, rich, known, unknown, young, old, happy, sad. The lesson is this. Everybody needs Jesus. They both needed Jesus, and here's the most exciting thing about it. Irregardless of their social status, age, abilities, Jesus made himself available to both of them. And Jesus is our very present help in time of trouble. We can count on him. He's faithful. Folks, I want you to know something today. There's hope for your home. There's hope for your home. And we meet up with Jairus. I can't imagine the depth of despair that he found himself in. 
This was a man who, who was in the synagogue. This was a man who was a ruler and a leader. This was a man who had prominence and wealth. But he found himself in a situation that he was completely out of control of, and his daughter was lying at home about to die. In a moment of desperation, he did exactly the right thing. He humbled himself regarding his concerns about who is this Jesus guy. He didn't care any longer what his friends, the Pharisees and the scribes, thought about Jesus anymore. He said, my child is in great need, and whatever it takes, I'm going to Jesus. Because as far as I know, that's my only hope. This man in desperation comes to Christ, humbles himself. And ask Jesus for help. It's a wonderful place to be. It seems uh, very uh, gut-wrenching, and it is. But it's a wonderful place to get. To get to the place in your own heart, in your own life, in your own home, that you know you need Jesus. Because when you get to the place where you know you need Jesus, you've come to the right source to get the right help, to have a bright hope that's found only and the Lord Jesus Christ. I found, and I've, as I've studied, the Lord has illumined to me some issues here that the people around were looking at the situation of this poor girl, this poor sick girl. And they said, I don't know if there's any hope. And they have excuses and reasons why there's just no hope. But I'm here to tell you this morning that there is hope. There is hope for your home. I love what Jesus says to this man Jairus in verse number 36. The last phrase, the last five words, be not afraid, only believe. Folks, I want you to know something this morning. There is hope for your home. Number one, there's hope for your home in spite of past rejection. There's hope for your home in spite of past rejection. Look with me in the text this morning at verse number 22. We can back up to verse number 21 because the Bible says this, when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him and he was nigh unto the sea. He comes back to an area that he's very familiar with and the people are very familiar with him. He's been teaching in the synagogues here. He's been working with the people. And the folks have witnessed numerous miracles. I can imagine it happened something like this. As the boat that Jesus left on is returning back uh, into port, people from the seaside and in the port saw it and said, Hey, look, Jesus and his disciples are back. So when he comes into town, a group of people gather. Most of them wanted to see some type of a sign. Some of them wanted to hear from the Lord. And one man specifically was in a moment of desperation. His name is Jairus. Now, I'll just tell you, chances are Jairus was not always a convinced follower and believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. But his moment of desperation brought him to a place where he knew if there was any hope for his situation, it was going to be in Christ. If there's any hope for your situation and my situation and hope for the homes of our church and the homes in America... It's only going to be found at the foot of the cross and in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. He comes in desperation. I can't imagine the grief that the man was facing. Children, boy, uh, I'm a dad and 
they have a uh, they have a knife already in my heart. Uh, they can do the they can do the oddest things, and it just breaks me up. I'm I'm tender. I'm tender to children. Yesterday, I nearly embarrassed myself. I can't believe I'm telling you this. Uh, I wouldn't let anybody see it if I could help it, but. Yesterday we were watching basketball games. Our boys were playing basketball, and there was this one particular young man. He's smaller than anybody else on the court. It's a game before uh, before one of our boys played, and neither boy was playing. He's the smallest kid on the court. I've I've been out at practices, and I've played knockout with him, and we've had we've had a good time. And I, I've watched him, and the kid's got lots of character, man. He's he's got a he's just he's got a big motor and a little body, and he wants to do right, and he's got a good attitude about him, and he's the kind of guy that I'm on the sidelines rooting him on. I'm telling you, he's great. And I watched him yesterday. He got he was playing. He's playing so well. Scored a few points, and uh, he he. Got knocked down. Some big kid just knocked him down. And it hurt his arm. And I watched him. A tear boiled up in his eyes. He, he hit his elbow and he got up. And he's, he, he got up and he was holding on to that elbow and he's back, he's crying just a little bit. And as soon as he got to his feet, man, he took off after the ball again. I'm telling you something. I love that grit that boy showed. And I was, he was showing grit and I was a big teddy bear. I was, I was wiping tears out of my eyes. I'm like, Lord, I please hope I nobody sees me do this. I was, <laughs> I was like, man, that's wonderful. And these children, they'll grip your heart. And I'll tell you something, there's a lot to learn from children. And pay attention. And uh, he got my heart. And I can't imagine my own child, my own daughter, in the grips of death. And it's become very certain if nothing changes, she's going to die. And here Jairus comes to the Lord. But I'll tell you something about Jairus. Jairus was not with a group of people who had always had their confidence in Jesus. As a matter of fact, the very group of people that Jairus was associated with as a ruler in the synagogue. The Bible says in verse number 22, Behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chai Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chillhowie Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.